Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I am extremely frustrated right now. Beyond. Um, <clears throat> after we did the taping for the one-on-one interviews with Suki, I found out that a story was brought up about me that is not a story that I have ever shared publicly. That is my story to tell when, where, and how I want to. And somebody else took it upon themselves to tell that story. And now I'm being forced to talk about it. I'm not happy about it. It was not Christine's business to tell. She can laugh about it all she wants, but it was not her business to tell. If I wanted to have shared that story in the last 13 years in a public way, I would have. episode of Everyone's Business But Mine with me, Cara Berry, part two of our Sister Wives Tell All, in which we actually find out some, well, I can't even say it's brand new information because technically if you were down there in the trenches, we already kind of knew this, but hey, it was worth talking about, wasn't it? Let's begin, you know, from from the beginning, I guess. Um, So last week we left off on the incredible cliffhanger of Suki asking Cody if he and Janelle had good sex. And I had to really, like, think about this because I feel like maybe I'd been picking up on horny vibes from both Janelle and Cody for years. But then over the past couple years, I'm like, I don't know, maybe they're thinking the funk a little bit. But this is really a lesson in trusting your instincts because and your intuition because I had a feeling that they were really knocking boots. And, you know, Suki makes a point about, like, well, you got six kids, but I, and it's more than that. I really thought it was more than that. And so I can't say that I'm grateful for the confirmation because any mention of Cody being sexual in any sort of way just, like, truly gives me heebie-jeebies. But I do like being right, and so there's that. So <laughs> Cody doesn't want to really answer the question. He's like, you know, it's not about that. These are loving relationships and sex is part of it. So then Suki asked, like, okay, was it just a physical relationship between you and Janelle? Were you both just, like, attracted to each other? And Cody says, I don't know. She's the one who asked to be in the family. And Suki goes, do you think she did because she loved you? And he goes, no, she was attracted to me. I know she wasn't in love with me. So then we get Janelle's side of things, right? She says there was definitely physical compatibility between them. And Suki's like, oh, girl, I think you really buried the lead on that this whole time. You and Cody have, like, had this very physical relationship, like, more than anybody had ever imagined. And it's like, Suki, what are you thinking about? (laughs) We've all got jobs, okay? Like, I can't really, and this is my job, but it just feels like she was really invested in Janelle and Cody's sex life in particular. And I just, I just didn't want that, nor did I need it, so... But Janelle's like, listen, I don't really talk about that stuff. Like, it's really not me. I'm not going to sit around blabbing about it. Like, I'll hint to it. But yeah, everything was good in that department. So then Suki goes back to Cody, who says that he's trying to reconcile, or he was trying to reconcile. But when Suki asks, when y'all were at the Salsa Brava, 
Bravo, why didn't you, if you wanted to reconcile so bad, take that opportunity to look at Janelle and say, I love you and I want to get back together. And Cody's response is, no, 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 no. I'm not in that place. I'm not wanting to pursue her or like drop everything and say, hey, you're the be all end all. We haven't talked for four weeks at that point. And so I'm coming from a position where I feel totally betrayed and I'm ashamed of that fight because instead of like communicating, it was just triggers, just like here, there and everywhere. And in the flashback, I'm like, well, maybe he was right because in that fight with Janelle at that college dorm that she lived in, um, they did have him like that Christmas tree was right in his line of vision. And I imagine that probably did really upset him and just like raise his blood pressure the entire time. Not even kidding. I'm not giving Cody credit. I'm just saying like, I think that honestly may have been what happened. So he says that he was going into that conversation at the Salsa Brava, not wanting, is it Salsa Bravo? Doesn't matter. He didn't want to go into that restaurant, not wanting to be triggered. Right. He's like, I just was going into it seeing if we could reconcile. But then Janelle was the one saying, I want a separation. So it's just a fine line of like, I want to make this work and this is unfixable. Suki rolls her eyes real bad. And I hope you guys all saw that. So Cody then says, we were, they were in a space that he and Janelle were in a space of like, if I reconcile with Janelle, will I lose myself? Eminem style? Or will I actually find myself? This man is really just talking. Like, he doesn't know what he's saying. He know he doesn't know that, like, the words coming out of his mouth don't make any fucking sense. He's just talking and just hoping, hoping that, like, when all is said and done, when I stop flapping my lips, that maybe you'll just be like, okay, and we can move on. And that's basically what happened. Because we do move on to Janelle, who says... I don't really think that Cody holds out hope for me. You know, I think he likes the idea of the family. He promised Robin a plural family. Maybe a little bit of his ego is tied up in it. But I don't think it's about holding out hope for me. He's never really said, I love you. I want to make this work. And that's what I needed. That's what I needed. But, you know, it came down to like how I needed to co-parent, how I needed to be less independent, all these things in order to earn that relationship. And I'm like, dude, no, no. So then we get to Christine, who says that she always felt like with Cody, she needed to do something to earn her Girl Scout badge, to earn his acceptance. And she didn't realize coming out of it how stressful that was in her life because she would basically try to cater to him when he came to the house, when he felt like it. She would make sure that he would have his favorite food, you know, just refrigerator loaded up with celery because we know that's his favorite to make sure the house was clean in a certain way the way he liked it things of that nature so then we get to marry and Suki asks her do you think that Cody ever saw the loyalty in you and she's like no he said he did years ago but I don't think he ever really saw that I don't think what he saw he even valued so then Suki's like but you were really loyal which is basically what Cody's been saying that he's been wanting what he values and Mary's like yeah but it's not good enough he would ask me to do things or be a certain way or fix a situation or share some information with him all these things to be able to fix our relationship and I did every one of those things that he asked me to but it still wasn't good enough so if you're asking if loyalty was enough it wasn't for him So then Suki asked Mary if it's hard to see Cody be so emotionally available to somebody else when he couldn't do that for her. Obviously, the answer to that is yes. (laughs) Suki goes, it it must be like a dagger in your heart. She ate this. She goes, it's like a knife in my kidney. (laughs) And I feel like Suki didn't get the reference. Like she said, I know that where that lies from. But I don't know. Like, I feel strongly that she's heard that I don't know if she's actually watched the scene which is probably why she shouldn't be hosting the show but anyway um so then Suki asks Cody if he was ever in love with Mary and he's like I told her I loved her and I chose to love her and I chose to be romantic because she thinks I was madly head over heels in love with her but it wasn't that experience for me but I was always a life-affirming person so I told her and I did everything I could do to love her She thinks that we were just mad about each other. And 
we acted that. We played that out. So Suki's like, you know that's really going to hurt Mary when she hears that, right? And then he starts blubbering. Uh, well, you know, I, we did have an ex- a romantic experience and it started out that way, but there was a lot of dysfunction that we had. Just, like, stop pussy popping around. Like, I don't want to talk about these experiences of love and, you know, like, what, like, safety, all this shit, like, light affirming his life. You were faking the fuck this whole time. And I don't, like, there's no way that any of his explanations are going to make him sound good. So maybe he should just say this gobbledygook because it's really not going to matter. Like, at your best what you're saying, because I speak Cody, um, no offense to Robin, what you're really saying in the very best of circumstances is that you went into these relationships knowing that y'all, you didn't like these women, really. You just were trying to uphold this, um, something that you didn't even need to uphold. Like you came back from your Mormon mission and your dad was a polygamist and you were like, well, honestly, I think all this has to do with his daddy issues. Like, I think he, it's been said over the course of the show that he was kind of like the idiot son of the family and like nobody really liked him. So I think all of this was just him trying to connect to his father and is like, well, I'll just fake it till I make it. But then what is fucked up is that he now, I, I, do we think that he's trying to rewrite history and be like, well, I never love these women anyway? Because again, if that's your best case scenario, if that is your best answer, you're still whack as fuck for that. So I, I'm confusion. I really am. It's kind of like when you're a kid and, you know, back in the day, we only had so many controls for the video game, right? So, like, at most, maybe four of you could play. But I feel like over the course of this relationship, he just, like, stopped putting the batteries in these remotes. Somebody else came over to the house and wanted to play. And then he was just like, well, we've only got two remotes. So, you guys, why don't you just sit and watch while me and Robin have a good time? And then Christine's like, I could be doing something else. And he's just, like, upset that nobody wants to just stick around and watch him and Robin play house with each other and giggle and have matching horse rings it is not fair like he's not understanding why this is not fair to everybody else and he's basically telling mary and janelle and christine why don't you just pick up these remotes there's no batteries it's dead 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 i'm not gonna give you fresh ones and just pretend like you're playing and then maybe like on occasion I'll like look over my shoulder and be like good job Mary even though like you're not on the screen okay (laughs) you're not on the screen none of you are but I'm just gonna pretend you is that not fun for you I don't understand why this wouldn't be fun for you then we get to Mary having Robin be there while she told Cody she's gonna be you know moving her business to the haunted mansion and how Cody's response was basically like cool Okay, well, if you're going to stay here, do you want to, like, live in a barn on top of my old shit, right? And then Robin, you know, crying about how she told Mary, you can go. You can be released from the situation. But Mary was like, no, I need you to fight with me, for me, or whatever. (laughs) So Suki asks Mary if she, like had different expectations for how that conversation was going to go, that maybe Cody might give even, like, half a fuck. And she says no, but then she was like, you know, I was also hoping things would be different. So then Suki asked Mary, like, did you really want Robin to fight for you? And Mary says what I thought, that this was a conversation, multiple conversations, I will say, to give Robin half a credit, that Mary had expressed that, but also that these were like years ago and Robin's hanging what I assume to be like a square shaped hat on that you know it (sighs) but the issue I mean among my many issues with Robin is that like Robin knows the man that she shares her bed with isn't interested so to act 
in real time or like even in current time like this is your fight song and and why you're trying to like hang on it just seems really really unfair because you know the tea girl you know the tea so then Suki asked Robin did you hope that maybe Cody would react differently and she says something very telling or not telling we all know the game with Robin but just she revealed herself she says yeah I'm like looking at Cody saying listen I know Mary's being very vulnerable about this and how she was basically like a little bit frustrated with Cody because she's thinking what he's saying is not helpful to her because she does not want Mary to leave but that doesn't matter girl when he doesn't want her so then we get to Christine and Suki asks her like did you feel like at that point in time Robin was pressuring Cody to rekindle the relationship and yeah Christine's like yeah I feel like for years Robin has been telling Mary to hold on and stay whereas Cody's been like leave 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 so there's like really big disconnect because Robin wants Mary to stay so badly but there's no life for Mary if she stays like she's been there for how long without a marriage to occasionally see the kids that's not enough so I don't really know what Robin's motive is and why she's pressuring Mary to stay in a situation where she's not happy and now we said it back to Robin she's like well I do understand what Christine's saying but Cody gets really, you know, inclusive about Mary and he'll say things like how like, oh, I need to talk to Mary because it hasn't been a while, you know, things like that. He really considers her and it's not the consideration that maybe Mary wants, but he does consider her (laughs) girl. And maybe to Robin's um, credit, maybe she's a little bit correct in that because that does sound like more consideration than Robin has had for Mary it does seem like like Mary told us in the season that Robin you don't call me so like if you want to do things together with the kids and Solomon and Ariel and all them you actually need to call me we have not heard Robin say oh I should maybe call Mary but she does claim that Cody has said that so maybe in that respect she does think that there's potential there because that does sound like a lot more feeling than um, she herself has had. So then Suki asks Cody about Mary saying like Robin really wants this so bad. And Cody's like, yeah, I've been a little bit frustrated by that. And like from day one, Robin has been telling me to reconcile with Mary, but I just don't feel, I feel the emotions of friendship with Mary, but I just don't understand why Robin doesn't understand where their relationship is. And he's like thinking maybe she wanted to hear him say, you know, oh, Mary, don't go to Parowan. But I'm just kind of ambivalent about the whole thing. So Suki then says, well, have you told Robin that? And he's like, of course she knows where I'm at. Thank you. So then Suki asked Janelle about Robin, like kind of being there as a go between between Mary and Cody and how that may have probably given a false sense of hope to Mary. And Janelle's like, no, I do think Robin does try to advocate for Mary for better or worse, worse for worse. But if I was Robin, I wouldn't have put myself in that position because if Cody and Mary can't have a conversation alone, then they probably shouldn't be having conversations. But I do know that Mary calls Robin in and I don't know. It's like kind of a big mess to me. (laughs) So Suki says, do you think that Cody's maybe just afraid to tell Mary that this isn't working in front of Robin? And she says, no, he would say it in front of me. Like he was very vocal about there being no relationship there with Mary. So no, I don't think he's afraid to say it, but I actually might disagree with Janelle on this one. I don't know if he's like afraid to say it to Robin. I think he is just like trying to keep it cute on camera and because Robin happens to be there when he and Mary communicate on camera that's why he doesn't want to say it I think he just doesn't want to look bad I think he does not want another documented breakup happening on television and that's all that is hey I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com switch 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. As we all know, when it comes to everyone's business, I like to mention it all, but when it comes to mine, I like to keep things a little bit closer to the chest. But that method doesn't always work when it comes to your mental health, and we all need a way to purge and get it out. Therapy is a safe space to do that and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down by learning positive coping skills and all the tools you need to help you be the best version of yourself. BetterHelp is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So you can just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash everyone's business today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash everyone's business. Christine does get, like, pretty nice with Mary because Suki asks Christine, like, it does seem like there are a lot of moments where Cody clearly has no desire to be with Mary, but Mary still feels a lot of hope. Like, let's unpack that. And Christine's like, yeah, I mean, I think you kind of have hope until you realize that you don't have it anymore. And there is that realization that can happen, but, like, it can still be a while until you leave. Like, you could still feel, like, hopeless, but it still might take you a, a minute to actually leave. Like, I had hope for so long, and I do imagine that's how Mary felt. And even though Cody said, like, he still has hope, and, you know, there there has to come a time where you realize that there isn't any. There really does. So then we get back to Cody, where he tells Suki, I will always love her. I can't be in love with her because that's not safe for me. And when I say that... Make up any bullshit you want, but I'm just telling you, I'm not going to sit here and drive the bus over her because that's sad and heartbreaking. It just didn't work. Sir, you already drove the bus, uh, the trailer, all the U-Haul trucks that have Robin's and her kids things in them, uh, your two-seater, but the one, the white one and the one that you have currently. And now you're like, well, I want to be nice, sir. Give it up, girl. too late Ugh. so then we get back to mary who talks about like going into this conversation she had had a separate conversation with robin we know that right and asked her to be there because she speaks cody and then this gets into the whole like do the other wives feel the same way is robin the cody whisperer but we start with robin she's like do you think that you speak cody and robin's like well i think i get cody pretty well you know like i feel like i understand him So then Suki says, but do you think the other wives get him? And Robin's like, I think they have the capacity to. He could be very misunderstood, like, very easily because he says everything that's in his head. Most people filter it, but he doesn't. But I don't know. Like, that doesn't really make sense to me. Like, if he's giving everybody his unfiltered opinions, but you feel like the issue is that he doesn't edit himself, then I think... People understand Cody perfectly. The problem is, he's just not saying what you want him to say. And so you got to get in there and run interference. So then we get back to Christine talking about, like, do you think that Robin speaks Cody? She's like, bullshit. (sighs) All right, I'm going to be nice. No, I'm not. Um, I've known Cody since I was 18, like 32 years. It's a long time. And I can actually read Cody pretty well, too. Like, and I can speak Cody well as well but Robin somehow convinced all of us that she could speak Cody and that she would be mediating in our relationships I have not asked her one time to mediate but she convinced all of us that she can speak Cody and we can't so we get Janelle's side of things and she's laughing and like yeah 
Robin's always saying this thing about how she speaks Cody and stuff. And it's like, well, I don't really know if I need somebody to translate for me. We've been married for a long time and we did okay without you. I think I speak Cody. But Robin likes to position herself like, oh, I speak Cody. And she's been saying that to my kids too in the past. Like, why don't you come over and have a conversation with your dad and I'll be there because, you know, I speak Cody. And even my kids are like, it's our dad. We don't really need you to speak Cody. You know, it does bug me because Cody can speak for himself. He's a grown ass man. (laughs) Thank you. So then we get back to Mary who says that all she can do is be honest about her feelings. And like, maybe that'll hurt Cody's feelings. But at the same time, she's being honest and maybe that'll hurt her feelings, but that's okay. So then Suki's like, okay, well, what about the barn? situation what is one thing that hurt your feelings and she mentions the barn she's like yeah he's like well yeah just like put you out to the barn and that wasn't very nice but it's also like I can't fault him for saying what he feels if that's how he feels right and then she mentions Cody said something like uh you know Robin we're not like a real family and there's just like a cognitive dissonance happening there like well, maybe you should have communicated that we weren't family and maybe I wouldn't be acting like I'm still trying to be part of the family, Cody. Mm, I have mixed feelings about that, Mary. I mean, I just don't feel like... I I totally understand. I guess she feels like she is owed a conversation much like Christine and Janelle got. Fair. I don't know. I I guess I'm still working on my out in my mind why that's so important to her, especially because like as a viewer, we know that Cody's been pretty clear about his feelings. And yeah, I mean, she could talk about what he said about not feeling married to her last season. But what about all the things that he said in the other seasons that were not really that different (laughs) equally as bad I would say I I don't know I'm just a little confused but Suki asks Christine what was your opinion of seeing that uh, uh, stick you up in the barn Mary conversation how insulting is that you know why don't you go live out with all my garbage and all the stuff that I don't really want let's have the perception of something cool but like really you're just going to be sleeping with my garage with the stuff I don't really care about that was one of the most insulting things I've ever heard and I think that maybe Cody thought he was being benevolent. Yeah. (laughs) See, we both speak Cody because we all picked up on that. Did you, Robin? Is that the translation that that hit your brain? I don't think it was. Then we get to the real juicy stuff. Oh, because Suki asked Christine, what do you think about in that scene, Mary noticing Cody's new Mojo Dojo horse ring, right? And she starts to laugh and is like, well, it's funny because there is a backstory there. And like, I don't know if I feel like it's all the way my place to tell it, but here we are. So Cody and Mary had a wedding ring. Like when they got married, they had their own bands, right? And around the time that Robin was in the picture, I'm I'm not sure if they were married yet, but she was definitely around. Cody melted down the ring that he had with Mary, saved the gold and the diamonds, and Mary found out. So, she asked Cody, where your ring is? Why aren't you wearing the ring I got you? And Cody told Mary, well, I melted it. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) He told Christine, I don't want Mary to have this sort of control or power over me anymore. As though this is some sort of, like, cursed ring that, like, puts Cody under Mary's spell. He didn't want that. So, he melted it down. And that was it. So at that point, the ladies all got together when Robin entered the picture and was going to get married. They all went together and got that clotter ring. And then he designed his own ring with Robin. Seemingly, this seems like a more recent development. The one, the, the ring that we've been seeing that looks very similar to Christine's engagement ring with the, the, the interlocking and all of that. I don't know the technical terms, but it's, it's giving. I know it's giving. So she's like, yeah, I'm sure he and Robin went together and bought a new ring because it was like a new phase for them. I think that's probably what happened. And then a black screen pops up. And on TLC, you know it's real. 
says, shortly after the one-on-one interviews, Mary learned that Christine had shared the story of Cody's first wedding ring. (laughs) So then we get like a new scene. Seems pretty new. Mary in the normal set that we see for their interviews, right? On that couch by herself. And she's pissed. Like, so pissed that she's like shaking her head, trying to get her emotions together before she starts speaking about it. Like, really bad. Like, this must be how she looked when they were fighting over the dish soap back in the day. Like, I get it. I wouldn't want to share a kitchen with you either if this is the look that you're going to be giving me. So Mary says, I'm extremely frustrated right now. Beyond. After we did that taping, you know, with the one-on-one interviews with Suki, I found out that this story was brought up about me. This is not a story that I've ever shared publicly. That is my story to tell when, where, and how I want to. And somebody else took it upon themselves to tell that story. And now I'm being forced to talk about it. And I'm not happy about it. It was not Christine's business to tell. And she can laugh about it all she wants, but it wasn't her business. If I wanted to share that story in the last 13 years in a public way, I would have done that. Okay? She doesn't get to come on here and tell my story without me even knowing it and me finding out later this is what happened. And so now I feel like my hand is being forced, and so I have to tell my story. So right around the time that Robin came into the family, and I honestly can't remember if they were married or just dating at that point. I want to say that maybe they were just dating or courting. Cody kind of talked about not wearing the wedding ring that I gave him anymore, and it was like right around that same time. He told me he didn't want me to have a claim on him, and that he didn't think it was fair that I had a claim on him. So his way of doing that was to melt down the wedding ring. That was a symbol. That was a sign of our marriage and our commitment. And he melted it down. Who's to say that he didn't just melt down our whole relationship in that moment? Because symbolically, that's what he did to me. Yeah, girl. Read the room. Mary, this is incredibly embarrassing. And I mean that in like a very deeply and profound way. Like not, I don't think this is funny. I think this is like really dark and embarrassing that you continue to be in a relationship. Oh my God. She says that basically Cody abandoned her. And this was like seven years before the catfishing happened. She says, and I spent all those seven years trying to be in this relationship with Cody, but he did not want to be in that with me. Or it's like things that have happened all these years leading up to me just like wanting to have a friend because Lord knows I didn't have any in my family, which I was a little bit confused about that. Like, but this is a we got enough meat here to sift through. I can't even get to that part. Like, girl, we already know that you don't have any friends in this family, but the ring with Cody, I'm not sure really what that has to do with that. So then we get back to the tell all where Suki is telling Robin what Christine shared about the ring being melted down. Oh, of course. Oh, he did that before I came along. That wasn't when I came into the family. It was way before that because he wasn't even wearing a wedding ring when I met him. Girl. (laughs) Robin, I'm going to tell you, usually when a married man is um, interested in you, something very simple that can happen the ring could just come off I don't mean to shock you maybe you should sit down but girl that's not that difficult so I have to give you guys a little bit of backstory if you guys follow the uh catfishing situation in real time you'll know that um this person Sam or whatever we want to call them is was like really letting the chopper spray and like revealing a bunch of family secrets about how Mary was like primed to leave the family had talked to production about it like was building up some sort of plan to exit stage left to be with Sam right in that back in 2015 this was reported on the Ashley that Sam said Quote, she told me the last straw for her was when he took the wedding band that she gave him during their wedding ceremony and melted it down. He told her he didn't want it to be a contention point with the other wives, so he had it melted down and put it into a piece of jewelry for um, a daughter, not Leon, somebody, another child. But uh, it showed 
how much the marriage meant to him, which was nothing. And Mary said it hurt her feelings because he could have given it back to her to hold on to, like, for, you know, Leon's future spouse or something like that. I'm, you know, I'm changing the pronouns and stuff because this was 2015. Um, to, you know, at least give it to Leon to have it as a keepsake, right? So, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Here's where I think, I don't know if people caught on to this, but I did. And maybe I read it wrong, but. Let me know what you guys think. Because then Suki asks Cody about the ring and Mary pointing out that horse ring when they when she was telling them she was moving the business up. And Cody's like, I just saw this really cool ring and it was like nice, like way nicer than I thought. Like, and I just thought that's cool. Like, I want it. Like, my wedding ring was on and some things happen. And I just thought I want those really. I. He said, I said, those relationships are over. And I thought, like, if I could save my relationship with Janelle, like, that's maybe the only one that's got potential any left now. So the clatter rings off. That's done. It's a new beginning. So I feel like he was, this was like, I, I think Cody might be a multiple offender when it comes to melting down rings. I think Cody fully thought that Suki was asking him about the clatter ring and he was like, oh, yeah, I just, I gave that up. I don't think he thought that she was talking about the ring with Mary. I think he got confused. I think this is now the second time that he's done that. Like, when he's done with the relationship, one of his little ceremonies is to, um, you know, try to fluff up his hair more and uh, melt down a ring in defiance. So now that this ring story is, like, fully out there in the open, it made me think that now I'm understanding more why Cody was so on this train of we can fake it. Because y'all have been faking intimacy, love feelings for the entirety of the series, at least with regard to you and Mary. Now I'm seeing why he's confused as to why Mary won't just continue on this because y'all have been doing this for 18 seasons. (laughs) And we just thought maybe it was like the last like 10 No, it's been the whole time, the whole damn time. So I don't want to give him credit, but I do now understand more why he's like, why can't we just keep doing this, girl? It's no problem with me. It's light work at this point. It's like, (laughs) no issue, no issue. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. This truly makes me feel like so deeply uncomfortable for Mary that If that happened to me, I would be so thoroughly embarrassed. Y'all would have never seen me again. Like, I would have just, like, I can't even imagine letting a man play you like that. That is so dark. And and to be like, I'm still going to take seven years to try to get us to that point. And then the catfish came along. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yikes. Yikes, Spikes. <laughs> we got to move on because I'm getting uncomfortable like physically. I'm like, how could she have done this for so long? The last seven years have been terrible. You've been doing this 15 plus years, Mary. That's so sad, baby. That's so sad. Oh, my God. So we got to move back to Suki asking Mary, like, if that's what Cody was putting out there, the melting of the ring... Like, what were you receiving? 
from Cody. She's like, I've seen the kind Cody Brown. The happy Cody. God, and they were, like, thinking about having kids. I'm, like, all these memories are bu- rushing to my brain now. Like, God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, so <laughs> Mary says, I've seen the kind Cody Brown. Happy, the giving, loving Cody Brown. Yes, that was all towards Robin, but I have seen it. I've experienced and I fully expect that I fully expected that to come around. And then Suki kind of gags her and she goes, but instead you got the barn to men I am. <laughs> and Mary goes, no, I'm not. Oh, no, 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 no. There are things that led me closer to being like, why don't you just finally tell me instead of all this? I don't know. He's not saying it. He just says the things that are not kind and then. I'm not going to say to him, you're a jerk, so I'm leaving this committed marriage. I take my commitments way seriously than that. And in our faith, when we get married, it was an eternal marriage. So after so many years of him not coming around and abandoning me emotionally and then saying all these mean things, it's very hurtful. And it leads me to like the point where I'm ready to take my clothing business to the B&B. I wanted to do it. So then we get to the final conversation on Coyote Pass and... Cody's like, yeah, 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 just roll the clip, Suki. I know it's a pivotal moment. Go on. <laughs> so we actually do see more of that conversation because I felt like they had kind of chopped it up in a way that, like, some of the things that Mary's saying didn't really make sense, like, about how she was mad at him. Like, where did that come from? Um, but now we do see more of the conversation from when Robin was like, I gotta go. And walked away in the hopes that they would just, like, divert conversation because, you know, she speaks Cody. <laughs> but then they didn't. They actually just broke up with each other. So Cody tells Mary... I'm trying to be totally honest. You want something that we can't have together. Times change things and what you're looking for is something very different. And I just feel like a lot of it there was maybe just naivety. But I was sincere. Like years ago when I said, let's see if we can make this work. This was like four years ago when they first moved to Flagstaff. And Mary's like, yeah, but that was four years ago. And I'm kind of confused as to why nothing ever happened after that. Because I was really excited our, at our anniversary when you said that. And Cody's like, well, I told you it wasn't going to work the next year. And she says, yeah, but I don't really even feel like you were that definite with me until this year's anniversary, which was like six months ago at that point. I didn't know it was definite until then. And then when you said you didn't consider yourself married to me, I was like, okay, I didn't know that either. <laughs> So they're playing this clip, you know, they put like the picture in picture so we can see people's reactions on the couch and we see Robin's reaction her real time reaction where she's rolling her eyes and shaking her head. No, like Mary's talking about how Cody saying that he didn't feel married to her was a real turning point for her. And she's like acting like she has the right to disagree. Wild. So back to the bench on Coyote Pass, Cody asks Mary, am I being fair with you? And Mary says, you're being honest with me and you're being kind and I appreciate that, but it doesn't mean that I'm not mad at you for not giving me what we promised each other. I know that you don't feel or consider yourself married to me. And then this is when Robin whispers, that's not true. He said it, so he must feel it. And like, fuck you, Robin. Like, fuck you, Robin. Like, feeling like, like making Mary even placate you by saying like, yeah, he feels it. Like she has to be like, okay, okay, Robin. Yeah, he feels it. Sure. Like, woo, 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 Robin, if this is what you need. Sure. Yeah. He feels it. He feels it. Okay. You don't, (laughs) she really jerks me. Double fuck you for when she was saying like, this is what me and Cody disagree on with regard to like his marriage with Mary. You don't, have to agree on anything that goes on with them or Cody and Christine or Cody and Janelle if they want to leave because it's not your marriage girl disagree all you want but disagree in that blockhead of yours okay not out loud I would have tipped that picnic table over real so bad so bad Ugh, she really irks because uh, I know that th- that if the picnic table is theirs, it's not, like, secured, so you really have to be careful to make sure, like, the weight is even. And it, Just get up, Mary, so you can just flip them both off. Get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. I, 
Oh, this is why I'm glad. We, oh, we disagree. We disagree on that. This is why, Cody, I'm glad that you looked right in Robin's neck and told her, talked to her like she was stupid and reminded her, you yourself, Robin, made me promise you that I would not put you in this emotional purgatory and play the fuck out of you that I would leave. So why are you doing this to other people? And Robin's dumbass response is, well, that doesn't mean that the marriage is over. Yes, it does, Goofy. What is going on up there? So then Mary says, how is it fair for me to be in a marriage when there's nothing there? Like, I can't do it one-sided, Robin. It's almost like their conversation with Robin is like, a married couple talking to their like eight year old kid where they're trying to come up with all these excuses that don't actually make sense in the real world. But the difference is Robin, that at least that eight year old has the, um, the innocence of a child. Like you're a whole adult saying this shenanigans and nonsense gobbledygook out of your mouth And thinking that that makes sense. Like, this is what a child would say in reaction to their parents getting divorced. Not a whole ass adult. You really got to think about that. So then Suki asks Cody to explain his side, right? And he's like, well, you know, Mary and I had a conversation a couple days prior, privately. And that the issue with the breakup with Mary is that she wants to leave, like, she wants love in a specific format. And I was just like, what do you need in this marriage, Mary? And then she told me, and then I told her, well, I can't give you that. But what I can do is put more effort into faking it, but I can't give you what you're asking for. And then Mary was like, well, I can't stay. He, the way he manages to like slither his way out of responsibility and be like, well, I told her, tell me what you want, girl. She did. I told her no, but I would be willing to give her a box of shit. And set it on fire for her. She could just hold it. And she's the one who said she didn't want that. Like The way he positions it as though he's being generous. Mary, I cannot stand you. But I can pretend to be nice to you sometimes on screen. Do you want that? Do you want to just hitch your ride for the rest of your life on that? Like sometimes we can film together? Does that sound good? Oh, you can't do that. Okay, well, she made that decision, guys. That was really out of my hands. I gave her option. And, well, she didn't want to take it. So, sorry. (laughs) So then Suki asked Mary to walk her through the decision to say, in that moment, you were leaving. Because we all know that you weren't planning on it. And Mary reminds her that at the last tell-all, you, Suki, had talked about how... uh, or no, she says, well, I had told you about how me and Cody had been on, the, on this drive for our anniversary. And that's when we had our first conversation where Cody said, I'm not going to be in a marriage with you. And I said to him in that moment, well, don't you think we should address that publicly? But he said he didn't want to and that he didn't need that kind of criticism. So that conversation happened in April. And then in September, she saw him say on television, he didn't consider himself married to Mary. And so the conversation on Coyote Pass happened like a couple months after she saw that clip. And basically, like, they had a couple of conversations where it was just a back and forth. Mary wanted to publicly announce the breakup. Cody didn't. He didn't want to do it publicly. And Mary's like, okay, well, that's a problem. So she was like, I'm tr- instead of trying to have that conversation with me publicly, I saw it after the fact. So Suki apologizes for her part in that because I don't know why. It's like, Suki, you're barely on the show. And Mary's like, no, no, no. It's like. Not that problem, because Suki's like, I didn't know that was going to be a deal breaker for you guys. She goes, no, it's not about you. It's that conversation where we had in the scenes where you showed that to me. And I had just seen that clip where he said, I had didn't consider myself married to Mary like a week before that. It was like a second time. So when she showed her that at the tell-all, Mary's response was that she was still processing that. So the episode ends with Janelle saying, I don't know why Mary hasn't left before now. I would have. It's been apparent. And then Suki says, but Mary said that Cody never explained to her that, her that to her face. And Janelle says, well, 
I don't know, I guess because he told me so much, I kind of figured he was telling her. And if he wasn't, that's like really unfair and an uncool thing to do. So part two ends on a sinister note, (laughs) we will say, where Suki asked Mary, why didn't you just pick up the phone and tell Cody how you felt? Because like, wouldn't you want to be heard? And Mary says, oh, I will be heard. I will no longer be silent that hard T of hers. (laughs) Oh, by the way, I want to say that my theory, I forgot to mention this at the time, that I think part of the reason why Mary was upset about Christine revealing the ring meltdown is because I think she's been planning or like teasing a book for quite a while. And that was going to be one of the gems and jewels that she was saving for the book. And she was like, you bitch, you just took a chapter out of my book. Thank you so much, girl. (laughs) Like, I do think she's, well, I don't know. I'm like, it's like, to me, Mary should have been embarrassed by that about 15 years ago. So to see her rage now doesn't really ring entirely true for me because I'm like, well, you should have been embarrassed about this girl. Like, yeah, she did tell your story. She did laugh a little bit. I don't really think that Christine was laughing at her or at the situation. I think she thinks it's really dark. I think she was just like remembering, like, you know how you remember something you're like, oh, (laughs) you know, like, oh yeah, that just popped in my head. I don't think she was truly laughing at the situation. Oh man. So dark. So dark, you guys. We got two more parts. I can't believe it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Oh, by the way, I'm issuing a Christmas wish. Oh, did I do this on the episode? I'm going to do it again. My Christmas wish is that you guys follow me on Instagram at everyone's business, but mine It's really helpful to me and my career. And you know, it's free. If you got Instagram, just hit that follow. And I really try to not be like super annoying and post like, you know, all the time and, and, you know, try to inundate you. So I keep it cute. So if you can follow me at everyone's business, but mine on Instagram, I'd really, really appreciate that. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for speaking.